This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold right here on the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. We are back, and we are in the middle of breaking down the wonderful world of Lars Butler and his Artificial Intelligence Foundation, and we've tied Lars Butler into the CIA, the NSA, the DOD, the FBI, the White House, etc., etc., etc. And we've proven to you that he's not just some innocent video game mogul. This guy is eyes deep in military and intelligence partners and investors. And so today we're going to continue that journey and I'm going to try to wrap it up for you. I have an interview I mentioned yesterday that I conducted yesterday that I am going to play for you. I believe it's going to be tomorrow, hopefully tomorrow, because there was an article that came out that was given to me by Maria Albanese, co-host on the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays on Paine.tv or wherever it is that you listen to the Thomas Paine podcast, and this article plays right into what my conversation with the guest was about. And so over in France, the government, in cooperation with Google, CIA, uh, utilizing Google's aerial mapping technology in cooperation with uh, drones, And the aerial mapping technology comes from Google Earth, comes from Google Maps. We showed you before that that was started with InQtel CIA money. Then Google took hold of that company, absorbed it, made it mainstream, put it on everyone's phones and in everyone's cars. And so what's happening over in France is that the French government is upset that there are people in France who built pools and outbuildings like garages and sheds and such during COVID when the government zoning and planning and licensing boards were all closed down. That happened here in the United States too in a lot of places. And so there are people who said, my life must go on. I am building my pool. My life must go on. I am building my shed. My life must go on. I'm building a garage. I'm building a barn. I'm putting up solar panels, whatever it may be. And so the government of France says, no, 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 no. We're partnering with Google. 
a company started with intelligence money in the United States. And we are going to use drones to scan your backyards, to scan your private property. And we are going to send you tax bills for said pools, barns, garages, solar panels, etc. And so as of right now, it looks like they've already found people, over 20,000 of them who built pools without permission from the government. And so those people have gotten tax bills in the mail. And now they're going to expand the program to find the rest of those horrible cheats that built garages without permission, and they're going to send them bills. And why that article ties into my interview yesterday is because the guest and I spoke about this, essentially a dissertation they wrote on how the government here in the United States is going to use and has been using the technology they've been developing in partnership with the private sector. Yeah, the private sector technocrats, you know, is part of the public-private partnership. And the regulations and the laws they've gotten passed over the years to harass and destroy and bankrupt me and you. And so I decided to rework the introduction to that interview utilizing this article because it was just perfect it fit together maria sent it and i said wow we do live in the matrix you just sent me something that i needed the missing piece and so i'm reworking that and i will have that interview out uh hopefully tomorrow if we can wrap up lars butler today Sorry, I have to lean down for one second, folks. I dropped my trusty pen. Okay, so let me just outline quickly what we're going to be covering today because this is going to be jam-packed with videos and some articles. I am going to show you briefly another Lars Butler video, another presentation of the Mind Twins that he did on a digital conference. I just want to point out... Uh, a couple of new things that came out of that presentation that I watched this week. We're going to get into Deepak Chopra, a partner of uh, AI Foundation, who has a working Mind Twin app on the market. We're going to show you how they're normalizing that. And it's important because Deepak Chopra is somebody I'm going to talk about later. He's kind of like a Ray Kurzweil type guy. He says some really crazy stuff, so I'm going to introduce him now because it's important and it fits into this AI Foundation story uh, because he lent himself to become a mind twin and also because he sits on their global board. Then we're going to get into some real-world cases of where deepfakes have been used to fool the public on social media accounts like Instagram just so that you're aware of the possibilities and then we are going to look at a company who is, you know, building a system to track these deepfakes. Again, uh, these guys all work on the same team, but I, I want to show that to you because it is important. And then I'm going to show you a deepfake of Zelensky that was supposedly created by the Russians. And I don't want to get into the politics of Russia, Ukraine. If you want to know my personal belief, I tend to lean towards the fact that the United States, Russia, and others all work together 
including Ukraine, and they're all working together to form this idea of a World War III, the perception of World War III, and just to drag us all into another war. It's another distraction. It's another COVID. So it's not about that. I'm showing it to you because because I'm not sympathetic to Zelensky. I'm showing this to you because it was on the news and it made people aware of deep fakes and it goes to show how these can really be used for nefarious purposes and also that the media is pushing the idea that they could be used for nefarious purposes to push it in to the lexicon and then we'll finish up with something a little a little lighter use of one of the deep fakes in uh, pop culture and then i'm going to circle back around and show you a company in which i think possibly possibly i don't have the proof i didn't delve deep into it yet but it's been on my radar for a couple of years where this company could possibly be utilizing mind twin technology already to fool the public remember i posed a question to you at the end of yesterday's show and that was after you watched the mind twin technologies um you know, in their first public demo. And after I had explained to you and went over all my personal emails with the AI Foundation from 2018, I said to you, how do you know that when you're watching the news, you're watching your favorite television broadcaster, whether that be Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity or Rachel Maddow or Anderson Cooper or whoever, doesn't matter, And they are interviewing one of your favorite trading card hero politicians like Barack Obama or Donald Trump or even the president, Joe Biden. How do you know that one of those individuals, uh, either the TV broadcaster or the trading card hero politician, if not both, are actually AI deepfake mind twin projections and they are not the real people? And they are operating autonomously. How do you know that now? I mean, to be honest with you, I don't. There's been videos that came out over the last couple of years that people have posted on Twitter and on Instagram and Facebook and other places showing Dr. Anthony Fauci, Dr. Fauci, I'm going to slap you up that side of the head with a piece of prosciutto. If you don't believe me, I'm science, and that's the way it is. It's science, I'm science, I come from Brooklyn, I'm science. And so Dr. Fauci has a weird shadow sitting over the top of his uh, button-up dress shirt, and it looks as if this kind of hanging skin on his neck is detaching as he talks. And that was at least what I know of in the early phases of the deepfake technology, some of the projects we were involved with where we were lending a voice uh, or one of my voice actors had their face scanned and they were helping drive the AI puppet. They had problems in the neck because their shadows cast under the chin and then where the neck connects to the shirt creates a very sharp line and therefore it looked like there was separation so could it be i don't know we might look at the video i've got the full fauci interview because i didn't want to use any of the twitter uh cut-ups because you never know if somebody manipulated those so i actually got the full video off of 
the NBC News site so we could take a look. It's not that important, but it does bring up the question, are they utilizing deepfake mind twins of these guys already? And why would they be doing that? I don't know. Maybe for the reasons that Lars Butler talks about. Maybe Anthony Fauci wants to lay in his bed all day eating uh, a charcuterie board with prosciutto and uh, provolone cheese. I mean, maybe that's his thing. Maybe he wants to sit around and eat uh, garlic bread all day while he lays in bed and um, twiddles his toes. And then he sends his AI mind twin out there on television to do his talking for him. I mean, isn't that what Lars Butler said it's for? So you could, you could lay around all day in your bed and, and drink a bottle of chocolate syrup? I mean, seriously. So maybe that's what's going on. It could be. I'm not sure. I think it's weird that they built a set at the White House where they let us know that Joe Biden gets filmed on a set. Could Joe Biden be a deepfake sometimes? I mean, it's a possibility. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. In the big scheme of things, does it really matter? I think it would matter from the sense that it shows again that we're in this bridge from the natural life into this metaverse cyber world. And if you do believe Klaus Schwab and others, we are in the middle of the fourth industrial revolution, which is the movement from the third industrial era to the fourth industrial era. The Great Reset, I believe, this Great Reset anyway, kicked off with COVID. I do believe that. Uh, There were technologies like Zoom video conferencing and everything else that were being readily used before COVID, but COVID really pushed all of this stuff forward at, as Donald Trump would say, warp speed, right? At warp speed, wonderful warp speed, Operation Warp Speed. It's going to be great. Military's in charge. Great people, great people, so great. Military can't be corrupted. None of them can, which brings up General Keith Alexander, the NSA, who is partnered with Lars Butler at AI Foundation, who is partnered with Lars Butler at IronNet, his own company, and is partnered with Lars Butler at IP3 International, the program designed to sell nuclear reactors to Saudi Arabia and ship the waste product over to Russia. And it was all being kind of done in secret. It was secret meetings with Tom Barak and Crown Prince MBS and others in the Trump White House. We're going to get into that one day. Um, and so Keith Alexander, we will review at the end of the show, and then I'll ask you a series of questions, because I have to show you Keith Alexander. And as you see, these military and intelligence guys are on the boards of all these companies. Alexander sits on so many companies. And so this is just the military looking out for you these great generals they're patriots they love to help build ai and deep fakes and brain chips and uh, the metaverse i mean they're just wonderful people so pro-human they're protecting humanity so much that they sit on the boards of companies to help destroy and erase humanity i mean that is exactly what these guys are doing Now, before we take our first break, I want to play you a message. Not that I like this guy's politics or anything else. I think he's a good actor. I think he has a great, iconic voice. But let me play you this message so you can think about this as we go to commercial break. Here is not Morgan Freeman. 
I am not Morgan Freeman, and what you see is not real. Well, at least in contemporary terms, it is not. What if I were to tell you that I am not even a human being? Would you believe me? What is your perception of reality? Is it the ability to capture, process, and make sense of the information our senses receive? If you can see, hear, taste, or smell something, does that make it real? Or is it simply the ability to feel? I would like to welcome you to the era of synthetic reality. Now, what do you see? Folks, and I'm just telling you, if you are not watching the video podcast, join us at pain.tv slash gold because that's the type of video you need to see. That was mind-blowing. That really looked like Morgan Freeman. It moved pretty damn real. The voice was great. That was taken from a voice actor that was not a deep fake audio. That was a voice actor uh, running the uh, AI puppet. But, folks, that was one of the most amazing, uh, most realistic uh, versions I've seen so far. And I want you to remember that as you go into the break, because at the end of the show, I'm going to bring up another company and I'm going to ask you what you think. Could those be deepfakes that we're seeing? And so when you take that break, just think about the smooth, silky voice of not Morgan Freeman. My name is Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. And I'll be right here, right here back on pain.tv. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. All right, folks, this is Dustin Gold on the Dustin Gold Standard. Here on pain.tv, folks, what did you think of that video of the fake Morgan Freeman? I'm telling you, that was actually freaky. It was actually mind-blowing. And so I'm going to play it one more time because I really want you to listen to what he is saying. Listen to the words. Forget the impression. Forget what it looks like and just listen to the script really absorb the words coming out of the fake morgan freeman i am not morgan freeman and what you see is not real well at least in contemporary terms it is not what if i were to tell you that i am not even a human being did you hear that what what you're seeing what you're hearing is not even real at least in contemporary terms but in the future, oh, in the future, it will be very real, folks. It will be very real because it will be everywhere. This is very similar. This rendition here is very similar to the soul machines we looked at, where the textures of the skin and everything are very realistic. The eyes are very realistic. And this one, his mouth actually moves really, really good for a CGI deepfake. And so just keep listening to the words. Would you believe me? What is your perception of reality? 
what is your perception of reality. And in the future, we are going to get into Peter Thiel and some of his puppets out there who have pushed the concepts of there is no reality, there is only the perception of reality. We're going to break down Deepak Chopra, who talks about the fact that there's only energy and we aren't real and our bodies aren't real and there's only consciousness. And this is what they're prepping you for. This is what these type of videos combined with when like the Matrix movies come out, this is what they're doing. It's predictive programming and it's getting you ready. It's desensitizing you to starting to see these CGI AI driven puppets in commercials on screens inside of the mall or inside of a store, on flat screens at the gas station or at the checkout station at a grocery store. You're going to start seeing these androids, these cyborgs all over the place because, as he said, it's not real today, but it's going to be real coming in the future. Is it the ability to capture, process, and make sense of the information our senses receive? If you can see, hear, taste, or smell something, does that make it real? Or is it simply the ability to feel? Right, so they're saying, are all of your senses, this is meant to confuse you, It's meant to confuse you and make you question everything. It's mind control. This is brainwashing. This is propaganda. And so what they're getting into there is is setting the stage for us not believing anything, that reality is only perception. And so all this is fine. All this is okay, even though all this is anti-human. But as you look like at what we've done socially, the engineering that's gone on over the last couple of decades, you know, questioning your race, questioning your gender, the very blending away of everything that makes us individuals, makes us human, they're trying to erase that. They're blending and blurring the lines until the point where it's erased. And this is how you usher in this concept of transhumanism, of which we will get into in depth in future episodes. But this is how they do it. This is how Lars Butler is helping do it. This idea that you're going to upload your consciousness because essentially as a human, as just a biological body, you are worthless. You are dying. You are nothing. And you must live on forever. You must have immortality. And you can have that in the matrix. You can have that in the metaverse. That's what they're doing. This is trickery. It's magic. And they're getting away with it. And there's a lot of young people buying into it. So right now, because I have to keep this moving, um, like I said, there is a lot to cover here. I'm going to start to show this uh, video, and I will cut it short because it's 10 minutes, and you know that takes me uh, two hours to get through. So I just want to show you a couple of pieces. This is a Lars Butler demonstration of the Mind Twins, but it's a little bit different than the last one, and you'll see why I'm going to show this to you. Uh, momentarily here we go i want to get started with the day and the first company that we have is one that i've admired for a super long time the founder of which i've admired lars for a super long time um ai foundation and today you're going to see both 
uh, an AI of the noted investor, Cyan Bannister, that Lars is going to be speaking to. Uh, and you're going to see uh, Cyan speak uh, in Animal Crossing as herself um, later in the day in a panel with myself and uh, Alice Lloyd George. Um, you're also going to see now an AI of Deepak Chopra, um, the spiritual mentor. Um, and Deepak, digital Deepak, is uh, going to lead us in a meditation as well as be in conversation with Biz Stone, an AI of Biz Stone, the founder of uh, Twitter. Um, and Lars is going to be in conversation with all these people, which I'm very, uh, very jealous of. Um, so Lars is going to speak very clearly and directly so that uh, the AIs have a chance to, to hear him. And um, with that, I'm going to hand things over to Lars. All right, go for it, Lars. Okay, so for those of you in the audio-only audience, um, you're watching on the screen now a video. Uh, it's Lars Butler on Zoom sitting in an office or his house or something like that. Now he is going to be, as the host explained, speaking to some of the AI mind twins uh, as we saw in the demonstration at One Young World. But you'll see this one is a little bit different, uh, and I'll explain why momentarily. Thank you, Edward. So let's get right into it. First off, I apologize if I run into any internet connection issues, as I'm currently in Costa Rica. I've been working on my tan, as you can clearly see. Okay, so he says he's in Costa Rica. Remember, the host said he has to talk slowly because you saw in the live presentation the AI is a little bit slower than humans at this point, at this stage, at this at this um, kind of like testing, demoing of the software. Now, let's see. He's going to bring up the other Mind Twins. My role will be to moderate a discussion among several virtual beings all of whom will share their unique and important mission. Let me introduce the AI of my great friend and renowned angel investor, Cyan Bannister. Hi, Lars. It's a pleasure to be here today. Okay, so Lars is just typical Zoom video, uh, like hi, how I am on this show, sort of chest up. And now... This Cyan Bannister is sitting sort of on a park bench. I don't know. looks like she's at a beach or something with some, like, marsh grass behind her in a Hawaiian shirt. Cyan, I'm so glad you could join us. Could you tell everyone a little bit about what you do? I'd be happy to. I'm constantly looking to discover new entrepreneurs and help turn their ideas into impactful, revolutionary new companies. How has having your own AI helped you with that? My most productive conversations don't take place over Facebook or Instagram. Mm. They're one-on-one -on -one discussions with people I share common objectives with. Being able to do that at scale has been transformative. Incredible. Now, you see now in this presentation, the AI is a little bit smoother, actually. Now, it's a little muffled because they're over Zoom, and that generally just happens over Zoom. 
uh, Zoom video conferencing. But you can see the AI is a little bit smoother than in the presentation that we went over um, yesterday. But just keep listening here. What does the real Cyan do while you're coaching the next generation of innovators? This gives the real Cyan more time to work on other tasks or relax or attend interesting conferences like this one today. See, again, pushing the idea that the AI mind twin is on the conference here. You know, you send your, I don't know what's more important than going to some conference that you're talking about destroying the world. But uh, so you send your mind twin to the Zoom conferences. I mentioned yesterday and gave the example of you uh, as a salesman sending your AI twin to the sales conference on Zoom. You're there with the director and nine hundred salespeople. This is like this. So you send your AI twin, your digital twin, your mind twin to the Zoom conference while you lay in bed and relax while you're... Uh, pool boy rubs oil on your feet and uh, pours hot wax, candle wax all over your chest. I don't know. Whatever it is you're going to do. Everybody's got their own thing. That's fine. So you send your digital slave out to do the dirty work while you sit at home and play backgammon. I mean, come on, folks. It's ridiculous, but we got to get through this. Hi, Cyan. I see you out there. Both of you are doing amazing work. Do you think having your own AI has opened the door to new investment opportunities? Absolutely. There are so many creative people out there who have world-changing ideas, Mm -hmm. but they don't have access to any information about how to set their ideas in motion. I'm able to personally mentor thousands of people who would otherwise have never had the opportunity to meet the real Cyan or any... Right, so they're saying, I'm able to personally mentor. Well, the cyan isn't able to personally mentor anyone. It's an AI robot of yourself doing the personal mentoring. Now, I'm going to skip forward in this because I want to show you. Now, there's three people on the screen. And so now, Biz Stone, who you saw live in the One Young World conference, uh, who's an investor in AI Foundation, is now up on the screen on Zoom with Lars and Cyan. Someone tells me to shut up. (laughs) Is there anything else you'd like your AI to do? I like the idea of it continuing to learn. I I think that'd be cool. That's amazing to think about. A world where your personal AI can not only carry on your ideas and values, but also learn new skills and information after you're gone. Yeah, that's really cool. Is there a message you'd like the digital version of yourself to be able to share with future generations? Be kind to everyone. Be kind to everyone. Now they have up a fourth person on the screen. So now you have Lars is up there. You have Cyan. You have Biz Stone. And now this might be Laura, who was from the demonstration uh, that we saw yesterday. Let me see. Wonderful. That reminds me of another very inspiring AI. Laura, are you here? Hola. ¿Cómo estás? Estoy bien. Good to see you. Believe it or not, that is Laura, not Dora the Explorer. Don't get the two confused. But now you have four of them up on the screen. Now, let's just see. I'm going to fast forward a little bit because it's not all important. I just want to show you this demo, let you hear this demo. I was just telling this that I think your purposes are very similar. 
Do you have a purpose statement for what you're trying to do? Yes, forgiveness. When I was 11 years old, I was kidnapped and spent seven months as a hostage. From now, this is very freaky, right? So you've got four up on the screen. And let me fast forward here. I'm going to bring it up now. There's five. So you have Lars, the real Lars. And then you have Cyan Biz Stone, co-founder of Twitter, partner in AI Foundation. You have Laura. And then you have Deepak Chopra, who's on the Global AI Council of AI Foundation. So now there's five boxes up on this Zoom screen. Let's play this real quick. Bringing peace to the world is a very noble cause. Deepak, what a lovely surprise. I thought you were busy filming a meditation today. You're correct, I am. That's the beauty of having a digital version of yourself. You can be in two places at once. Or a Okay, now you hear he says you can be in two places at once, again pushing the idea that Deepak Chopra is sitting home meditating in the nude with incense burning around him as he drinks a bottle of fish oil or whatever it is Deepak Chopra does for fun. Folks, when we come back, I'm going to show you this gets to be really amazing. So there's five of them up there. Lars has to talk to them like they're children, obviously because the AI isn't as fast as they want it to be but it's getting more and more advanced and i'm sitting here trying to prove this point to you that when you're watching television how the hell do i know or you know or any of us know that we're watching the real television broadcaster or that we're watching the real trading card hero being interviewed if not how do we know both of them both of them are not real. We really don't because the technology could be a hundred steps in front of what they're showing us in these models, which were two, three years ago. But it's amazing that you've got uh, five people, a human and four AIs up on a screen, and they're actually having a conversation back and forth. Folks, when we get back, let me show you the big reveal. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you're listening to Pain.tv. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold. 